Hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode of the Schwegcast. I'm your host, Sam Schwegler. Like always, if you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or, you know, wherever you get your podcast from. And uh, if the podcast is not on a platform that you listen to podcasts to, feel free to get in contact with theschwegcast at gmail.com. We would be more than happy to uh, see what we can do about getting on that platform. And also, you can always check out more at samschweglermusic.com slash the Schwedcast, and you can just go to samtrugglersmusic.com and just check out everything I'm doing. Also, please write a review of on iTunes of this show. Those reviews really help the show get more traction and attention from the Council of Elders of iTunes, so pretty please do that. Today on the show, I have the spokesman for the GOP who goes by the name The Bastard. We talk about the current state of the Republican Party, and he answers some fan questions, so that's pretty exciting. In this episode, we got music from Timmy Two-Step, so you know, make sure you stick around for this wickedly funny episode. I cannot believe how funny this episode is. I was doing some editing, and it was cracking me up, what he was saying. So you're definitely going to enjoy this. Also, right now, I got my pal Micah Chrisman dialed up to talk about, you know, his experience of going to a white privilege con- conference. Woo, almost said that wrong. Okay, so, Micah, how's it going? Good. Good to hear from you, Sam. You Again. know, it's, it's always a privilege, a white privilege. Speaking of white privilege, <laughs> you, you recently nice went segue. to a... <laughs> nice segue. I appreciate that segue. You you went to a white privilege concert. Con- Damn it! I say it wrong. A conference. Yes, I went to a conference, uh, <laughs> and by attended, I mean I got to go take photography or take photos of the event. Um, so I wasn't strictly an attendee. I was more like it was kind of work slash. Got to sneak into some workshops and listen to folks share their thoughts. Um, I guess a little precursor, the White Privilege Conference is not a conference to uh, lift up white privilege or to, uh, to, I guess, be a proponent for white supremacy. It's the opposite. So the whole mm-hmm. point of the White Privilege Conference is to deconstruct systems of oppression um, and white supremacy and the inner workings of our culture, really. Um, and it's been going on for 18 years. And so even before the phrase white privilege was, you know, kind of a mainstream phrase in social, you know, justice work or whatever, now it's more prevalent than ever. So they've been doing it for, yeah, many years. It was founded by Dr. Eddie Moore uh, Jr. And... Uh, yeah, he's just a really neat guy, and I got the pleasure of working with him with um, an organization I used to work with called Communities Creating Opportunity. And so through their work at CCO and uh, other multiple organizations, we were able to bring the conference here to Kansas City, Missouri. Well, it's here for me, Kansas City, Missouri. You're in Tennessee, but you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. No. For those of you who don't know, we're using the magic of a telephone to – chat with each other right now oh how technology works (laughs) and so okay so you were taking photos yeah so i kind of joined their social media team for the weekend or part of the weekend um it was one of those things where um 
I just worked with Dr. Moore and told him I'd love to come, and he just said, well, hey, if you come, I'll put you to work. And I said, sure. So I joined two of his folks and uh, just took photographs of different workshops, the main uh, keynote speakers, and all the stuff going on on the main stage, and just tweeted stuff and put on Instagram and tagged the White Privilege Conference, um, which has got privilege on Twitter and Instagram. And yeah, it was just really neat. So I only got to sit in on a couple workshops and then a couple uh, keynotes. But for the most part, I was just running around, uh, staying busy and being that guy that everyone's like, well, who is this creep who's like over my shoulder taking pictures of everyone? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, what they most likely did was they saw your work on my previous headshots and must have thought oh this guy must be pretty good right well that's what's funny you know it's like i'm not a photographer by trade but uh you know i would say i have a good eye so if i can get the right settings i can make i can catch capture a moment you know but for the most part that's not what i do you know i'm a communication studies person so yeah and, just, and you're a hot girl so you own a camera so obviously you're Good to right. go. Yeah, just getting basically. to all the photographers listening out there. It's just, it's just a joke. Well, you know, it is true. Basically, if you have Instagram, you can be a professional photographer. You know, or filters. If you have a husband, be an Instagram husband. <laughs> I will be an Instagram husband so hard one day. I just know it. I'm going to be Mike. Take a picture of me here while I pose with this. Ah. <laughs> while I drink a Pepsi. Oh man. Okay. Yeah. So. so that's a good segue back into, you know, the white privilege conference. Yeah, I think one of my the most interesting workshops I attended was um and you know, I'm going to botch the title of it, but it was essentially um organizations with anti-racism policies, how they still perpetuate racism. Something along those lines. And it was just a really unique topic because essentially um the facilitators were just going into how, you know, big organizations who think they're very diverse, right? They think they have, you know, <clears throat> they've, they're post-racial organization. They've got a wide variety of people of color working for them as employees or whoever. And so they think that they've done the legwork and, and all that stuff. But they talk about how we can, because of that mentality of thinking we live in this post-racial society and Dr. King solved all our problems, right, back in the 60s. Mm-hmm. Now, and, oh, we have a, you know, a wide variety of people working for us. Well, now, you know, we're, we're doing good. We're doing fine. But the next, like, legwork, the next work to do is to ask ourselves, okay, what is the pay structures, right? So let's an- analyze these two employees, one's Hispanic, one's white, or one's black, one's white, you know, and they were hired around the same time. And let's see, you know, who is more likely to get a raise and who's going to maybe get a promotion earlier than the other person, you know? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so taking, you know our employment and, and our employers and that challenging them to ask themselves, you know, what, you know, why is it that, you know, and analyze the data, right? The data speaks for itself. If we have, you know, an organization that, you know, has, you know, got more people, white people who are progressively, um, you know, in the progressing in the organization, you know, why is that, you know, is it because mm-hmm. there's implicit bias going on, 
Um, are they just a good old boy that we're friends with? You know, uh, good, you know, so and so, and are you know? So those are some interesting questions, you know, that we have to ask ourselves as we, you know, m- m- do the legwork. Because mm-hmm. white supremacy isn't just something like people just think a bunch of people in cloaks, right? Yeah, a bunch of out in the woods, you know, creating terror and havoc, and that's Bur- burning real. That's a lowercase t. Yeah, yeah, burning the lowercase t, right? Um, and, uh, <laughs> that's what we think of, right? White supremacy, but we don't realize that it, it permeates, you know, our systems and structures, our, our pay, you know, um, tiers and our hiring practices, right? We're more mm-hmm. likely to hire somebody named Micah Chrisman than we are, you know, C- you know, Cesar, you know, so-and-so or, yeah. um, you know, Tanika, you know, this, you know, it's just, that's what we have to ask ourselves. Okay. So why don't those p- folks get a call for an interview if they're qualified for the position? Mm-hmm. So yeah. And then there's all this intersectionality. So that's what was also interesting about the conference is it wasn't just talking about race, but also about, you know, sexual orientation and, you know, where does feminism play into these things? You know, maybe what, you know, what is it, what does the world look like to, you know, be a transgender, you know, black, you know, person, you know, in this culture or has, you know, I mean, like mm-hmm. the intersectionality of like, you know, some people of color, you know, are more light skinned and they, they talk about how they have a certain level of privilege than other people of color. Right. Mm-hmm. And we don't, we don't think that way, but it's like, you know, it's just interesting that, you know, that, so the conference kind of goes into an array of these issues, but they even talked about like first nations people and, um, native Americans and what's going on in South Dakota with, um, the Dakota access pipeline and how, what are the reparations that we're willing to make, you know, to honor these these land treaties that are from, you know, centuries ago that were now basically coming, you know, t- you know, you know, turning against it or going back on our promises. And we're just, you know, Trump and all of his administration, you know, we're just going mm. to take their land again. And so they had some speakers um, talking about that. So, and it was, it was just beautiful, you know, it was just a array of people sharing their thoughts and it was a lot of work, you know, and it was fun, though. I appreciated all the experiences I got while I was there. Well, that sounds awesome. And so, you know, we're, we are two white guys talking about our white privilege right now. So, I mean, I definitely don't consider myself racist at all. And But I'm also from a small, from small town America where I've not dealt with a lot of, you know, people of color. Stuff like that. It's just mainly white. And so, you know, I always try to do my best, but obviously – there can be things where my like blinded white privilege, if that makes sense, mm-hmm. where like I'm I'm acting privileged, but I don't really notice it, and I'm not trying to be. So, what are just some steps? Because I don't want to keep you too long. I know you got a book to write, but so what? Right, do you have any yeah. like quick steps to be like for us white males out there or white people? You know, just something I've been you know, and more I've been engaging these circles, right? Something I've been asking myself is. <clears throat> You know, everyone wants, like, what can I do, right? How can I get involved? And I feel like in college I was, like, you know, 
doing a lot of research and, and understanding like, and my students, people who lived in Ferguson and just all of that, just, you know, it literally woke me up and just made me realize like, wow, like I need to like go like fight racism right now, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so hurrah, hurrah. Like, and so we don't realize even in that way, we can be acting in our white privilege to say, I'm going to come in like the white knight and I'm going to slay this dragon of racism, you know? And basically I'm stepping in and trying to co-opt what these folks, what they've, they've lived with every single day. I can step into these arenas and try to, you know, do my work and then I can go back home and I can live again in my white skin, you know, and I, I can step away from it. And that's again, a mode of, of, you know, privilege that I have. So the whole point is like what I've been learning and just going to these groups and, you know, there's this group here in Kansas City called Showing Up for Racial Justice, and they specifically are organizing white people and they're educating white people of what not to be doing, right? Like, Mm -hmm. you know, don't be that person who's trying to fight to be the most woke around black people. And, (laughs) you know what I mean? And you're trying to, you know, instead show up, shut up and learn. And let the whole point is to like, by understanding our white privilege, I think the biggest thing that white folks can do is to take, take the seat in the back, right? And let folks who are oppressed and who are experiencing these things on a regular basis, let them be the focal point, let them be the mm-hmm. voice, let them be the spearhead of the movement. And then we just need to be in a place of humility that's like, hey, I just want to, you know, I have to understand that. My liberation is wrapped up in your liberation. That's mm. like, a, you know what I mean? Like that's yeah. the mode we have to like think about is like, you know, <clears throat> the, the, you know, and it's not just about showing solidarity, but it's just like, hey, I'm willing to do the work to learn and be quiet and to, and then, you know, sometimes they do. Cause it's kind of like, you know, with feminism, you can't just leave men behind, right? Mm-hmm. You can't just like, okay, we're going to just, you know, because the problem with, you know, uh, sexism in our culture is that, you know, it's perpetuated by male patriarchy, right? But it's the same kind of balance. You can't have a bunch of men, you know, having a meeting about how they're going to solve feminism or solve sexism, you know what I mean? You know, then it's, you know, it, it completely defeats the point, right? Mm-hmm. So it's the same way with how, you know, white privilege or how these, how racism is perpetuating our culture is you can't leave the white people behind, right? They're the ones who are being hired and who are in these places of leadership, who own these corporations that are hiring people, right? And it's not, that might not change for the next 20 years, Right. But as we begin to educate ourselves, educate our kids, and as we begin to, you know, like, and I'm not the kind of person that's like, oh, we're waiting a decade for the change to happen. I mean, I want it now. But at the same time, like, it's got to be people of color and, and, you know, who are leading this, this mm-hmm. kind of movement. And so, uh, yeah, I guess, like, as, you know, just a, you know, a point to make is, you know, if you're going to get involved, then just be willing to show up and listen, get involved with an organizing uh, organization that maybe does racial equity work. Um, and don't show up being like this assumption, like, cause that's the thing that we have to check in our hearts, right? Are we mm-hmm. just showing up because we want to feel good at the end of the day that, Hey, like I've, you know, can check off my box that I, I fought racism today. If that's the mode that you're c- approaching it with, then you're probably not needed in that space. 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But if you're showing up and you want to learn and you're willing to work alongside folks and let them take the front lead in it, then like we're all part of this. You know, it's it's our culture, it's our civilization, it's our world we live in. You know? Yeah. Well, this is freaking awesome. Thank you, Micah. I enjoyed seeing the pics. I've enjoyed talking to you. I'm glad I got to press the record button during this conversation. So, uh, thank yeah. you. Yeah, no problem. I'll talk to you later. See ya. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Before we get to our chat with the bastard, let's talk about our sponsors for today's episode. This episode of the Schwedcast is sponsored by DistroKid. DistroKid is the service that gets your music out to multiple online retailers and saves you the hassle. They get your music on all the major platforms such as iTunes, Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, and many more. This is great for original music and also covers. DistroKid gets you the license you need for those covers. DistroKid is actually what I use to distribute my music, so I can personally see how great they are. And like, I actually use this product, so you should too. It only costs $20 a year, and you keep 100% of the earnings you make off of your music. But you know, you don't actually have to pay $20 for that first year. You can get a 7% discount off your first year by going to distrokid.com slash VIP slash the Schwedcast. That's distrokid.com slash VIP slash the Schwedcast. And I'll put the link in the description too. And so get 7% off your first year of DistroKid for all you music people out there. And this goes for the music people too, but also goes to all the non-music people as well. The Shwekast is also brought to you by Lyft. The free Lyft app gets users a ride in minutes on demand 24-7, less than the price of the cab. Go out drinking and don't have to worry about paying the cab driver or the Lyft driver. You know, you have that super convenient way of doing things. When you use promo code SHWEGCAST when signing up, you can get a $50 ride credit for a cu- first couple of rides. So use that promo code SHWEGCAST and you get that $50 ride credit. So that is something you definitely need to do. And now onward and upwards, let's get to my conversation with the bastard and uh, hit some hard-hitting journalism involving me. So stay tuned. Bastard? Hello. Hello. Hello, Mr. Uh, bastard. Just is there Bastard a, is fine. Is that it? Because we have some Christian viewers, as I've been seeing on Facebook, getting mad when I post a funny meme of a little kid saying, hell yeah, motherfucker. I... Ah, well, it's America, so... So, is there... Say is, what you want. Is there a more Christian name we can call you? Nope. Nope, just the bastard. Just the... A bastard's not a... I don't view it as a slur. I did not have a father present when I was growing up, and women just kept yelling that at me when I would grab them. Also, oh. I do a lot of things, and people just keep yelling that at me, so it stuck. Oh, well, that's interesting. Very interesting. And well, so, the president set the president for that. <laughs> See what okay, I did there? Okay. So, a pun. Do you know what a pun is, son? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm aware of nah, the... They teach that in school. Yeah, college. Choose red. Well, now that Moses is one of the founding fathers, they should be teaching a lot more. 
<laughs> yeah. So, are are you a musician? I am not. Okay, so you are aware this is a music podcast, right? Oh. Well, I do ditty on the piano and uh, occasionally like to sing Sinatra. Sinatra? You know, Italian music mostly, yes. Like wasn't, Sinatra. wasn't Sinatra more of a Democrat? No, no, no. <laughs> we have killed the same amount of people. Okay. So, yeah, because you seem... Back then, killing a hobo was just, it was recreation. We're, it's the 1%, what are you going to do? Yeah, Great Gatsby was a good movie. Mmm, yes. I knew him. You knew Gatsby? Yes. Many, 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 many years ago. I have no age. Should, okay, do you, you do, do you still keep out in touch with him? No, he's dead. Oh, okay, just making sure you I knew. have no age. He had an age. He di- He killed He killed himself. Or, no, wait, how did he die? Who killed him? Beverly! Probably the... <laughs> did the Democrats do what you think? Bethany! Who killed Gatsby? The the dark one? No? I don't know who killed Gatsby. In the I don't know, but whoever they I are... I don't know to... Gatsby. I'm kidding. Why would I know Greg Gatsby? He's a gross man. He's a fictional character. Not like me. I'm real. Do you know he was foreign? No. No. no <laughs> I don't associate with foreigners. Really? Okay, so you've never taken a public bus before? No. Why? I have a driver. Oh, okay. What's your driver's name? You, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. Um, I th- believe it's, he's, uh, 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 might be Russian U- Uber or something. I don't know. It, it goes by Uber. <laughs> okay. So, your driver named Uber. Have you ever any good... So, it's is it the same driver each time you ride with Uber or... Uh, no. Oh, wait. So, his name is not Uber? No, I'm it's just saying. It's not one person named Uber. It's the. It's. It looks like the same. I mean, he's brown. I know that. Okay. Do you have another driver named Lyft? I do not. Do not. Yeah, he's actually a, a personal driver of mine. You know. Ah. You know, you can actually is, use. Is, it, is that an Asian name? An Asian name? No. What? what? The, the Chinese. They they just bought most of Uber. Okay. Well, you know, with Lyft, though. My personal though, driver. I like not being consistent. Do you, do you like saving money at all? Uh, I have plenty of it. I don't need to save money. Okay. I mean, you could I'm save... I'm a Republican. Why would I need to save money? <laughs> I mean, like you, could, you could save, uh, you know, a good, uh, <laughs> good $50 iGrid $50 if you sign up for Lyft. Do you know that? Oh, $50. Yeah, I know. Well. You could use a promo code uh, Schwedcast and... Uh, well, I, oh, are you, are you engaging in capitalism, son? I, are are you engaging, my boy? You're engaging in capitalism. I, uh, you're doing an ad in the middle of our interview. Well, God damn it, you are an amazing American person. I dabble. God in the bless ivory. you. <laughs> God bless you in your capitalism. I dabble in the ivories of capitalism from time to time. The ivory of oh, I, the ivory trade is quite lucrative. Chinese are trying to make it illegal, but well, we'll see. We'll see about that. Now that Jim Comey's out, we've got plans. Jim, what are you, what are your thoughts on that? On uh, good old James? Well, I support the president. That's all I'm really willing to say. Other than, I mean, he didn't do enough to get Hillary out. So, yeah, I still did lose the popular vote, despite what Donnie keeps insisting. But you know, <laughs> we're there. So I don't know why he doesn't let it go. 
I know. The, the worst it's thing ki- is... It is kind of bad. I, you, can I talk to you as a friend, Samuel? <laughs> sure. Yeah. I love Donald. I have known him since the 80s. We would go to every club together, touch women, do the cocaines, and the, he doesn't drink. <laughs> he says he doesn't drink. He drinks. What? But he has changed. He's become more obsessive. He used to be just fun. Now, it's... I beat Hillary. Uh, we know. Do do your job. I beat Hillary. No, we know. Do your job. There were a million people at my inauguration. What the... Sam? Yes? It might be a state secret. They okay. might be mad at me. But there were not a million people there. There were more at the black fella's inauguration. I won't really? say his name. There, there were substantially more. In then- the snow... They ben? stood in the snow. I, I couldn't believe it myself. I didn't want to admit it, but... But uh, did so. you know... He's gone, so... <laughs> He's gone hanging out with Branson. That liberal fuck. Sorry. <laughs> Me and Branson have had words. Okay. Did you uh, see that bitchin' uh, Three Doors Down show? I... God, I hate them so much. Oh my god. Can I be candid with you, Samuel? Is that is that what this is for? Yeah, yeah. This is this is all up to you. What you want to do? What do you want to do? He had the choice of hiring Madonna. He had to pay her ten more dollars, and he wouldn't do it. Madonna would have played. She for- hates him, yes, but for ten more dollars, she would have done it. That was what her manager told us. How much did, uh, do you know how much they paid Three Doors Down to... Oats. We gave them a bag of oats. Like... Uh, they like, settled on it. We were going to give them $40,000 a piece, and then somebody said, oats, and they said, we'll take it. They took a 10-pound bag of oats. I, so, it was astounding. Toby Keith took the money, but Three Doors Down were, just hadn't had any work, and... They took the oats. They I took, don't know. They took the oats. They, they took the oats. So, I don't know if you're aware of the music industry, but uh, typically... Somewhat. It's my favorite form of slavery. <laughs> so, well, most bands don't get paid in oats, so it's amazing that Three Doors Down got paid in, you know, oats, you know. Mm, yes. Well, not everybody is Coldplay. Coldplay, they just give the dead... The blood of the babies, too. So, what kind of oats? Like, I'm just, I'm just kind of more, steel you know. Steel cut. Steel cut. Steel cut? Steel cut oats? Yes. American steel. Steel? American? Made Not in China? the Chinese-American steel that we're going to be making all the pipes with for the Keystone thing, like Donald insisted that we buy, even though it's not good enough. It's Chinese. When have you ever bought anything that's Chinese that has been good enough? Everything that is American-made is better. Well, I mean, not necessarily. Everything. Cell phones. Every name a cell phone that is foreign made that is better than an American made cell phone. Uh, the iPhone? Nope. (laughs) Apple's made in America. Oh. Donald Trump said he was going to bring those jobs back here, and he told me he did the other day. I said, Did you do it? He said, Did did I do what? I don't know. I forgot what I was talking about. Okay. Did you uh did you notice that what was it that Kid Rock and uh, Ted Nugent came to the White House? 
They did. I still have not been invited back, but there was an incident. But oh, do tell. They I seem hear. to have. I can't. Oh, I, why not? Well, let's just say that's why Kellyanne Conway. You don't see her much around anymore. <clears throat> we got to an argument. Okay. Okay. Finish your finish your thoughts on the these two big time musicians, oh. and then I want to oh. pick your mind about Kellyanne, the Ted Nugent and Kid Rock. Ah, yes. Kid Rock, the best Southerner from Detroit. Uh, he's going to run for Congress. So is Ted Nugent. Well, they might be running for the same seat, I hear. Ooh. But uh, my money's on Kid. He sells grills. What does Ted Nugent do? He's just a crazy guy with a crossbow. We're all a crazy guy with a crossbow. That's nothing new. Kid Rock is fresh. Young. Vera, ver, Feral? Feral? Is he feral? I believe Veryl, so. Veryl or Feral? Bethany! Veryl or Feral? Fe- Kid Rock is Feral. Yes. Okay. He's, a, he's nice. He's young and feral. Okay. And so that's, that's pretty much most of it? Yes. So, yeah, you know Ted Nugent and Donald Trump both dodged the Vietnam draft? Mm, we all did. We all? Yeah, there's a there's most called the 1% Club. How do you not know this? Do you know what the Freemasons are even? God. I kind of do. We all dodged the draft together. Why would we go fight in their war? We didn't want to do that. So why should we have to? We've got money. We're Republicans. Well, we were Democrats then, but we're Republicans now. Okay. We switched. Okay. It was quite fun. Before I want to get into the history of you, do some hard-hitting journalism, what I do want to ask, what did happen to Kellyanne Conway? Because I do not see her around anymore. Do you remember the photo of her with her feet on the couch? Yes. I berated her for 14 hours in the Lincoln bedroom for that. She was not sitting like a lady. And she was doing it in front of the camera. And she made Donald Trump look bad for possibly the first time in his life. I was not having it. So, what She stayed in the Lincoln bedroom until just today because James Comey came out and all got fired and everything. Now we had to bring her out of the bedroom. Okay, and so where is she now? She was on Jake... Oh, no, not Jake Tapper. He's too handsome. Who's the gay one? Cooper. Anderson Cooper. Cooper, The one that was in the CIA. Okay. Not the FBI? He was in the CIA. Okay, wow. Well, I didn't even know that. Yep, he was a something. What was he? What? What was Anderson Cooper? Bethany! What was Anderson Cooper in the CIA? An accountant. Okay, cool. That's what I thought. That seemed... That seemed he regularly takes out hits sometimes, but... Okay. That's, hush, hush. Don't tell anybody that. Okay. This isn't going on the internet, is it? No. Oh, okay, good. Okay. And so, I want to talk to you a little bit about you, yourself. Who, who is the bastard? Where, did, where are you from? Well, no one really knows. Next question. Oh, okay. And, um... I'm from America. Come on, son. I'm from okay. America. So, where did, where did you go to college? Harvard. You went to Harvard. Okay. What did yes, you study uh, at Harvard? Yale and uh, Stanford. At the same time? Uh, through different decades, yes. Okay. Awesome. Well, so what did you? what was your primary studies at these colleges? Um, how to America. How to America. Ameri- okay. Yes. 
Did you get, did you minor in anything by chance? Uh, the United States. You you minored in the United States. Yes. But majored in America. Yes. Okay, awesome. I just want to make sure I get my facts straight. Double double minor in uh well United States and uh capitalism uh two oh eight. Two oh eight. Okay. Well, you know, that's that's exciting. That's congratulations. What what graduating year did you end up? I don't know. You don't know? Okay. Nope. And so you recently just came out of retirement, right? Or Yes. I had been banished to an island after Baracko uh, the the one with the big ears cuz I can't say the black one anymore apparently. No, one no, with the big I heard ears. It's okay now. Mm, well. Oh yes, apparently their lives matter. Well, good for them. I was banished to an island shortly after the big eared one. I'm I don't still don't trust it. I was banished to the island where I had been living in bliss and then all of a sudden the island sank. I was flying back here on the back of Eric Trump and found out his dad won the presidency. It was great. Flew back home. Now I'm back in my house in New Hampshire. I mean, don't no, I'm not. Not New Hampshire. You don't know where I live. Okay. Don't tell anybody where I live. So okay. This isn't going on the internet, is it? No, I like yeah, like I said, uh, no, okay. it's not going okay. on the internet. Um, and so yeah, so I'm assuming that's where you currently live. The internet right? exploded while I was gone. It wasn't anything. I remember MySpace. That was fun. Do you remember MySpace? I I remember MySpace. I think my band, I my old band, the, bullet, the on bulletins there. on there were fun. Oh yeah, can, who who were in your top five on MySpace? Uh George Bush. Okay. Barbara Bush. All right. Laura Bush. Ooh. I liked Bar. I liked Barbara more. Um, Hoobastank. Hoobastank, nice. Uh, Carl Rove, and uh, say top five. I think that yes. was five. Good. You left Tom out. I noticed. No. Tom, <laughs> was he real? Yeah, Tom was a real guy. I th- thought he was a genie. Well, no, he's real. All right, Rumsfeld owes me twenty dollars. Twenty. That's years nice. Later. So you went on this island once. Uh, Mine. Former. I own it. I own several. Once former. I own lots of islands. Former, former, former what? Former President Obama came president. So He's he, not former. I love hearing that. Oh, my God. I love hearing that. Okay. And so. <laughs> He's and, on an island now with Branson and Tom Selleck or Hanks or one of, one of those men that were in Baby Boom. Two, you mean two men and a baby? Two men and a baby, not Baby Boom. Baby Boom. That was and so, Spader. Ah. That's a good call. Spader. I love that man. Okay. A nice set of pants. <laughs> and so, you were, were you around during the Bush administration? I was around during every Republican administration. Okay, from the dawn of time? Dawn of time. So. Since God said, let there be white light. And so, tell me this. What were your white thoughts? White Christian light. Tell me what happened the day, what was going on in your mind the day Lincoln was assassinated? Well, I wasn't there. Uh, He had finished the Civil War, given me the day off. I went knitting. Oh, so you knit? No, not anymore. Not since Lincoln died on my watch. He said, no, don't stay. I don't need to go to the theater. Just... Go knit. 
I'm fine. His voice is very high. That's how he sounded. Nice. I, you know, I always thought he just had like a gay normal... Gay as the day is long and wife as crazy as he was gay. Crazy as he was gay. And so, were you... you Nothing were... wrong with that apparently anymore. Found out gays can all get married. I did not like that, but apparently it's okay. So, so good you, job. So you're telling me you've never wanked one off to lesbian porn? Ew, no. No, 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 no. It's gross. No, not no, 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 gross. Not even puppets, some female. Yes. No puppets. Mine so, is puppets. Same sex puppets. No, just uh, mostly off off brand muppets. Um, can you can we say muppet? Is that is that okay? This I, isn't going on the internet, right? Yeah, you can say whatever okay. you want. Okay, off brand muppets. Okay. Like church puppets almost. Okay, well, awesome. I actually. Um, some people wrote in to the show, and they, they were wanting to ask you some questions. So do you mind answering some questions on America? Oh, absolutely. That's oh. my favorite thing. Did you know that? Did you know I love America? Yes, I... I no! I've heard a thing or two. <laughs> okay, so this first question comes from Josh from uh, Bloomington, Indiana. Home of, Bloomington, uh, Indiana. Ah, home of our governor, Mike... Or, no, not governor, <laughs> He was the governor. Now, our great homo-shocking vice president, Michael Pence. All right, and he, 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 he asked the question, how does Trump manage to get the people who, he, who voted for him to be hurt the most? Mm. I'm sorry, could you repeat that? They think Donnie is hurting people. Yes. Oh, well, just the pores. What? <laughs> We're fine with the middle class and, you know, us at the top. We just want our taxes cut so then we can, you know, piss down the money, the trickle-down style. If you remember, that was my favorite. Yeah. My idea. <laughs> Reagan took credit for it. My idea. We okay. just piss on down. But the poors, they're, they're like the serfs. They will soon, you know, fade away. Well, I don't understand how people don't realize this about Republicans. Okay. It's and our let me mandate. Let me ask a counter question, kind of to fit off Josh from Bloomington, Indiana. So, what? Why do the Republicans hate the poor so much? What do the poor ever do to they're them? They're gross. Just because they didn't gross? try hard enough, they didn't pull themselves up by their bootstraps like the rest of us. Easy. Next. Okay. And so, yeah, I only have an Teddy only- Roosevelt did it. You can too. So I only have one more question, and this comes from Mikey from uh, Kirksville, Missouri. One more. It's like you don't have any listeners, hopefully. Wait, people listen to this. No. Wait, this isn't going on the internet, right? Yes, that is that is correct. Okay. And so... Do people just listen to this in your room? Only your friends. Yes. Like, they all have to come over. I, I export it you to You put it blank. in the tape deck? Yes. Okay. And so this okay. is Mikey from Missouri. You know anyone, any good Republicans from Missouri? No. Nope. <laughs> Let's, to be candid, can I be candid? Yes. We're not good. We're great. <laughs> great again. <laughs> okay. And so Mikey from uh, Kirksville, Missouri likes to ask, do you think Trump will be a long-term benefit or detriment to the GOP? Oh, a benefit. Okay. Like, I'd, I'd like you to explain this. Have you ever wanted to glow? Well, 
You might be able to in China or North Korea once we launch the nukes over there. Have you ever wanted to drive on a bridge like in an action movie where it crumbles right beneath you? We can do that under Trump. Very interesting. Yeah. And so, okay. You ever wanted to be oppressed? Lived like it was the Holocaust? Well, we're on our way. Well, I've never really thought of it that way. Yeah, it's fine. It's like a movie. You're like living in a movie. It's like a movie where no consequences happen. Sure. We make all of it look like a TV show now anyways, don't we? I guess. I mean, like, isn't... I hope to bring back Steve Bannon on next season. It's going to be fun. Oh. Yeah, what are your thoughts on Steve Bannon? Let's... Oh. He, well, eats with me on Wednesdays, David Duke on Thursdays, and Flynn on Fridays. Flynn Fridays, you know. And Mm -hmm. uh, then on Saturdays, we get brunch. Oh. Three of us. Yep. Show each other the different Nazi medals we collect, and... I sell mine off. I mostly just collect like I collect dart. I just sell them off for a high profit because I'm a capitalist. Mm-hmm. Yes, of course. Those two seem to really like collecting them, though. I'm not real too sure what their intentions are, but I know David Duke is, well, he's not in the KKK anymore. He says he's not. So I'm going to take him at his word, like I do the president on everything. On everything, okay. Yeah, everything. And so... In, when, when we were in the primaries, let's say last year, who who were you supporting? Did you have a were you supporting anyone before Donnie, or were you having anyone else in mind that you wanted to be president a little bit more? Mm, good question. Good question. Well, I really wasn't following it too much because I expected Barack Obama to become emperor. Mm-hmm. Um, I said his name. Oh, but my number one pick would have been. Let me think. Hmm. Who were they again? Remind me. Oh, so forgettable. We got uh, Ted Cruz. Ew, gross. Oh my god, no. Oh, he looks like one of those frogs. The blobfish. We had uh, my parents' And he's a sleazebag, and that is coming from the ultimate sleazebag. Donald Trump. (laughs) Okay, Okay. my parents' favorite in the GOP, that was John Kasich. Mmm, Democrat light. Oh, wait, sorry. Republican light, Democrat strong. Ooh, you really think you really think so there? Mm, he didn't get rid of Planned Parenthood fast enough for my sake. Okay, well, that is an understandable point. Let's see who else. We had Lindsey Graham. He kind of went out a little early. He's Tennessee Williams reincarnated, let's face it. Okay, you know, I live in Tennessee, right? No, I don't, and I don't care. Next. <laughs> okay, we had uh, good old uh, Chris Christie. <laughs> he would have eaten the White House thinking it's a cake. Next. Okay, uh, let's see here. Jeb Bush. Jeb! Oh, yes! Jeb! I love Jeb Bush. Oh, my God. A Bush. That's, that's a president's name. We had many Bushes. Oh, yes. Jeb Bush probably would have been my pick. Who else was running? Uh, let's see. Who can I think of? Uh... Crap, there's that fat guy who really liked food. That's not Chris Christie. But who used, like, food in, like, every analogy? Ah, Mike Huckabee. Ah, I forgot his name. Pastor Mike Huckabee of Arkansas. He might be the dumbest human being I have ever met in my entire life. Next. Okay. And the last one I can think of, uh, 
Let me think of his name for a second. Rand Paul! <laughs> yeah, Rand Paul, don't forget. Yeah, the libertarian crazy eye doctor that thinks he's a doctor. You're not an eye doctor. So there's a difference? Hmm? Doctor is a doctor. An eye doctor just spits in your eye and gives you glasses. Okay. And and also, I want to switch it up a little bit. What, are your, what were your thoughts on Bernie Sanders? <laughs> oh, Larry David from the Seinfeld about the Jews? Oh, man. I liked his energy, I will say that, but he was very socialist. And fascist and something, I don't know. People like to throw that word around and don't know what it means. But he did want to give health care to people, which is gross, but I admire that. Yeah, I mean, he did really like the pores. Yeah, but isn't that what Jesus was supposed to do? That's what I hear. Mm-hmm. Luckily, he, Jesus said we don't have to be like him and to be capitalists. So. Mm-hmm. And I know, I know we're in like a troubling time right now, and we will have to get to our break soon. But how upset are you about the O'Reilly factor? Bill O'Reilly getting fired? Oh, mm-hmm. please. He'll be fine. He's already on his podcast touching other women behind a microphone. He just doesn't have to do it on camera anymore. What? No, Bill O'Reilly. We're never really friends. He was always too jealous of me. I got more women without having to, you know, sucker them into it, if you know what I mean. You mm-hmm. know, pull them into your office and, you know, give them roofied drinks. Do you understand my meaning? Yes, yeah, so he pulled a, a Bill co- Cosby. A hot, a hot Cosby? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't have to do that. I never have to do that. I'm the bastard. They flocked to me. <laughs> I, I always wondered this ever since I first found you on the internet. You're... Your voice and your personality and your beliefs say grand old party, but your hair says the people of Bernie Sanders. So, do you explain? Can you explain your hair for me? How so? Like you what? explain to me how I look like some hippy dippy? Cause it's long. Our forefathers' hair was long. They wore wigs to make it seem like it was even longer. I have hair. Donald Trump Jr. hair, the best hair. Reagan's hair, Republican hair. Don't ever criticize my hair. I'm not some crazy socialist like Larry David. <laughs> Next! Okay, well, I think, well, we need to take a break. And so we're going to listen to some music. Do you have any suggestions of an artist you want to listen to? Mm, who do I like? Do you do, you do music? I, I dabble. From time to time. You dab. Do you have where you're playing um, one constant note, just an E note, for four minutes? That's the kind of music I like. Four minutes. All right. So let's get to that, and when we come back, let's talk about your thoughts on Rosie O'Donnell. Okay. Okay. Did you know you're my favorite person? Son, did you know oh, oh, I've traveled far and wide? Now I'm home. I won't let you go, no, 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 and thank the Lord. I can finally hold 
her own I'll kiss every wrinkle on your face When we're old I will hold your hand as we stumble and walk And we talk about the times when we were younger So we're back uh, from our break. So the bastard, um, apparently something's going on. He, we with... just signed a bill here in Texas that, uh, uh, what does it do? Oh, sanctuary cities. He thinks it's about um, building more sanctuaries, so he's trying to go uh, help it. Good Texas. So yeah, I brought uh, good pal back from episode six, uh, Tim Philippi. Tim, how's it, how's, how's it going? It's good, man. Yeah, what have you what have you been up to since uh, last time I saw you? I have started a podcast network. Okay, awesome podcast network. Yeah, and so so what's going on there? Uh, I am starting um, a few podcasts that are on the docket right now. There's two. Um, the flagship one of the flagship ones is a Dallas Cowboys centered podcast uh, because there's a huge niche market for that that my friend knows a lot about. So we went off that. And then the bastard, uh, once he gets back from DC uh, in a month or so, is going to be launching America the podcast, um, 
and that's just going to be him uh, doing his Rush Limbaugh-y thing and yelling about America. And uh, then there's a couple more that I'm not going to announce yet. Uh, okay, well, that sounds freaking awesome. Um, so so the bastard, because I, I was just talking to him. And oh, so, the company's called Waffle Butt Media. <laughs> should Waffle Butt Media. Say that. <laughs> Waffle Butt Media. And so I was thinking he was going to do more of like an InfoWars type yeah, no, show. It's, be- it's kind of what he's aiming for. Well, that's kind of what Rush Limbaugh is. Have you ever watched Rush Limbaugh before? Yeah, well, I've, I've I suggest dabbled. you don't. <laughs> but it's, it's yeah. Like a, I mean, now that Tommy Lauren isn't on. Uh, oh, does she not have a show yet? I think she's launched her own website now. Well, she's probably already had one before, I would assume. I don't know. Uh, she'll get. She's, Fox will pick her up. Or M, I think MSNBC should pick her up. I think that'd be hilarious. Oh, yeah, MSNBC. Just complete opposites. Yeah. But, I mean. I'd give them a rep- almost... I would give them a right wing credential because they are definitely a left wing leaning news network. I mean. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was always thinking they should get uh, Megyn Kelly. Well, she's on. Uh, she signed a contract with NBC as it is. So she okay. might move to that. She's doing taking over some morning show that's going on the same time as Kelly Ripa's thing, and then uh, they'll probably end up in, like, a year move her to a primetime slot. I mm-hmm. would, I would, well, that's how it usually goes like, with that kind of shit. So. Well, yeah, so you, you saw Kelly is now with Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> oh, yeah. What happened to... Uh, the football player. What's his name? Michael Strahan. He, What's he? Where do you he's go? He's doing. Uh, I think he does the Today Show now. Oh, oh wait, that's. Oh my God, that's right. He left. And, can, and she's like freaked out and stuff, right? Yeah. Oh, that was hilarious. I completely forgot about that. Which here's the problem I have. So at least so it was Kelly Regis and Kelly, mm-hmm. and then you know, and she was the pretty one there, uh-huh. and then it was. Kelly and Michael, and she was still the pretty one there. And then now it's uh, Kelly and Ryan, yeah. and she's which one's the pretty one? We got Ryan, Ryan, who is very pretty. Ryan's like he's like a less attractive Chris Hardwick. That's right. Yeah, he's the less um, if you're Chris Hardwick, if you're listening, which you're not, you are the more attractive one. Of course, I guess Ryan Seacrest is getting a little older, but. Still, I'm like, yeah. how old is Ryan Seacrest? Oh, in his 40s. Since 40s, mm. I think mean, Chris Hardwick's in his 40s. Yeah, he's, Chris Hardwick's 42, I think. Okay. All right, Chris. Yeah, you should come on the show. We can talk about your age, yeah. in just your age. Talk about nothing his else. Wife and her Illuminati mom. His, her mom's like some sort of like Hollywood elite. elite I forgot who her mom is. Uh, I don't know why I know so much about Chris Hardwick. I promise, I'm not stalking him. I just watch Ed Midnight mm-hmm. a lot. As long as you don't live in, uh, you're not stalking them in L.A. No, no, I'm very far away. In I love watching Austin. At Midnight when it's like the random, like non-comedian guest. Oh, uh, they had uh, Frank Zappa's son was on there yesterday. That was a weird one. I think a couple, like a month ago, a couple months ago, they had. Uh, who did they have? They had uh, the lead singer of Wilco. Oh, dude, he's hilarious though. He was on Parks yeah, he and is, Rec yeah, and everything. Uh, he wasn't really funny. Who on was there, he on Parks and Rec? He was um, at one of the last seasons. He was the lead singer of uh, uh, a local band that was called Lando. Oh. And I don't. Yeah, it was just something they just made it up, and they just I think just said Wilco come on. But yeah, he's God damn Wilco is so great. You're 
the fact that they called their album Star Wars when Star Wars is coming out is just uh, brilliant on their part. So how do they get away with that? Like Because it's not the same thing. It's a work of music. It is uh, not copyright infringement because it's like, what do you call it? Uh, it's such an obviously different thing, and you can't, I don't know. It, there's there's a there's definitely a legal way. I know it's like it's a parrot, not a parody or, or anything. It's something else. Like it's not called the soundtrack to Star Wars. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So uh, that was basically how they got. Away. I don't know. They've got some huge ass Sony or whatever record label lawyers that said this will definitely work. We should totally do this. I just assu- I assume <laughs> like before it's like I assume they'd get a lawyer yeah, in for sure. Yeah, I had, to, I had to sign a contract the other day. I'm working on. Film music with another guy. Mm-hmm. So that's what I was working on before I was talking to the bastard. And then he left and you came in and yeah, he, that's that's what happens. He bolted out that door real, real fast. Yeah, bolting out the door. He's just in his Trump tie and just... Yep. It's like, they're going to build sanctuaries. And I'm like, no, they're not. They're trying to get rid of Mexicans, you fucking idiot. Uh, whatever. Lives in my backyard. So I guess, yeah, I, I guess Mexico... I mean, Austin is right next to... How far is Austin away from Mexico? Five hours, ish. I don't know. Okay. I just passed a bill here to make basically make it. Uh, if any person gets arrested and they, because uh, it was before that they, uh, if you get arrested and you are undocumented or you're from out of town, you can get deported. If you have any, like, some sort of record or something like that, which is, okay, fine. Now it's just, like, they're just going to start rounding people up. Yeah, so, that's... It mean. was scary. There was a few, like, a week or two where they were, ICE was going door-to-door uh, when a lot of communities in Austin, like, looking for people, like, trying to... That, like, uh, Governor ordered them to... Allegedly, but come on, he did. Uh, ordered them to, like, target <laughs> Austin because we were the most defiant about it. And our sheriff's a woman, so that probably pissed him off even more. So, man, yeah, I guess yeah, Tennessee isn't as bad as uh, Texas, but still, it's, yeah, it's just a uh, just hillbilly, yeah, mountain folks, hillbilly mountain folks they like to keep themselves. I had, I, That's fine. I had a friend. She, uh, she she was she said she was from Texas because everyone from Nashville is from somewhere else. Right. So I'm like, okay, so where are you from, Texas? Okay, so where at in Texas are you from? And so here here's what she said. She's it's like, so you know where Dallas is? I'm like, yeah, it's about five hours from there. God. <laughs> like, Jesus. What? You don't. No, it's not, not how you from tell people. If anything, you. If you if it's like the middle of nowhere, you just gotta be like the geographical location. Yeah, you know, like and if it's near West Texas, like, East Texas. There's West Texas, East Texas, Austin, Lubbock, Dallas, Fort Worth, San Antonio, and El Paso. Nowhere else. So in it was Houston, Dallas. In Houston. That's it. So it was <laughs> Dallas, but five hours from yeah, Dallas. That's... Wait, Austin's not five Where... hours from Dallas. Who she said it was five hours from Dallas? Yeah, it's oh, some small town. I can't. I can't remember. Oh, I, I think she said track. Austin was five hours from Dallas. Like, no, it's not. Jesus, she's not from Texas then. <laughs> like, it's like three hours at most. Now it's less because the speed limit's like eighty-five or some shit on the thirty-five all the way up. That's yeah. that's where Texas. That's yeah. So one thing one thing I learned from a move from Missouri to Tennessee is they are less strict 
about alcohol in Missouri. How less strict, you may ask? <laughs> Here's how less strict. So in Missouri, you can get like whiskey and all the good stuff you want to get at Walmart. Yeah, man, I miss that. Tennessee. God, Tennessee, all you can get at Walmart is like wine and beer. Yep, that's how it is here. Is it the same? Okay. Same. Is it a Southern thing? And like you can't buy alcohol on it, Sunday except for like beer? Yeah, you can't buy alcohol on Sunday. You can buy beer on Sundays. Or you can buy liquor on Sundays, I should say. Uh, it's, a, it's a, I don't know, it's a God thing. Or I think it's some stupid Christian thing that like they don't want to. I don't know, like it took uh, in Fort Worth and or sorry the suburbs of Dallas Fort Worth like uh, Grapevine Colleyville and some places that you never heard of, but they're all really connected. Like in between Dallas and Fort Worth, there's a bunch of small, like suburban style towns that are all just sectioned off into towns because they need to be basically. But you can't buy liquor anywhere. You have to go to downtown Fort Worth or I think you can go to Arlington. I'm not sure, but. Uh, and they just finally, in this one town, still amidst all these other towns where you can't do that past, uh, you can buy liquor at the gas station and, and liquor stores in town. But, like, the town itself is, like, five streets. Not, like, dirt roads or anything like that. It's all suburban and really nice and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, but it's really doesn't take up that much space. <laughs> so, like, it was mm. just stupid. Like, just make... <sighs> Just sell liquor in the grocery stores. No, like the alcoholism isn't isn't up in places like in Missouri versus Texas. Like I'm pretty sure it's still the same. In Missouri, you kind of have to drink yeah. because there's it's pretty awful yeah, there. It is. Sorry for all the Missouri fans it's, out there. You know it's well, true. I, it is. <laughs> it's scenery's nice. That's fine. But yeah, I mean, it has some lost scenery's nice in Alabama too. And I don't want to go there. They have a have a good baseball team. They got Boulevard. Good for them. Oh, I forgot uh, you're a beer snob. <laughs> uh, oh, no, I'm not a. Uh, oh yeah, well, I'm a snob. <laughs> yeah, I realized I a, I do like PBR. Like I will drink it. Just like, a wannabe willingly. comedian and musician and podcast owner. <laughs> podcast owner of a o- podcast. Owner of a net- network, s- small n- niche network. <laughs> Podcast. I did. I did notice that it's like <laughs> I need to change my name on iTunes because it's the Schwedcast by the Schwedcast. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. It's just completely dumb. Schwedcast but uh, Schwedcast. but oh, yeah, everything right. else is like Airbud Studio and stuff like that. Right. Do you record so. <laughs> in a studio or in your house? Well, at my home studio. Oh, okay. 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 Got it. Actually, like standing a a vo- my vocal overdub booth. Oh, right. Right. Just, right. Nice. <laughs> just stand there and then just talk. <laughs> You're just standing up right now. Yeah, I'm just standing in a dark closet. <laughs> That's funny. I'm, I'm <laughs> no, sitting in a great. in an office at a desk with a microphone. You should just get no, a. I'm you at, should get a desk. I'm at my recording desk. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at my, rec- I'm at my recording say. desk. <laughs> like, come on, man. You, you don't need I'm to a legit be in a setup. <laughs> Okay, because you're working on a new EP, right? You're writing it, I guess? Uh, yeah, I'm making some... I'm doing The Bastard. I'm doing all the podcast stuff. Um, uh, and then I'm working on a Songs About Star Wars EP that I'm going to put out later. Okay. Probably closer to the yeah, time that Star Wars comes out. Weren't you going to hire me to produce one of your EPs? Maybe, or? if I have money and time and patience. That's what the Jedi way... Tells me to do, do, <laughs> have patience. Hey man, I think the whole uh, the whole Schwedcast audience wants to uh, hear you on a 
wants to hear my my stuff on me on you. Yeah, me on me, be on me. It's be on me. Yeah, watch me play with. Yeah, typically it's just uh, me playing with myself. Mm. That's pretty much all my records. Just that me works. playing with myself. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, yeah, the bastard though is what's been taking up my time lately. So. Because mm-hmm. the bastard. I, I okay. Need to, I'm gonna that go crazy bag. if I don't do it. Now, like, in all realness, the bastard just was a way of being ridiculous and saying things that are ridiculous and things I obviously don't believe. I this I did start doing this shit before, like, I'd even people are gonna tell me like I'm either copying Ron Burgundy or copying Stephen Colbert, like from the Colbert Report, both of mm-hmm. which this predates that because i had just been doing it with my friends for a long time so i like independent like i didn't start watching any of that shit till way later maybe like mm-hmm. the the bastard itself the voice i'm ripping off uh what's his name um elaine's boss on seinfeld that's who okay. that's that's who i'm ripping off i'm not it's not ron if anybody i'm ripping off seinfeld <laughs> so but uh, that's like we're the kind of like because the same style of person too. Like he he is he was always that to me. Like uh, just that bastard of a guy that's just like. You remember his character? Do you watch Seinfeld at all? I've watched it a little bit. Oh, not damn like. It. Oh man. Okay. You go go what? Uh, man, what's his name on Seinfeld? Shit. Uh, um, I don't know. Type in Elaine's. I I cannot believe I'm forgetting his name. Um. Uh, Mr. Peter? No, it's not Peter Schmidt. That's on. What is that? Oh, that's on Family Guy, or something. Uh, oh wait, now. no, Mr. Peter Schmidt is kind of like that on Family Guy. Or Lois's dad. Uh, mm-hmm. But um, yeah, now it's okay, all yeah. just real shit that like people actually say. Like my the video oh, yeah. I did the other day, I talked about like getting rid of meals on socialist ideas like healthcare and meals on wheels like like i would that's not that's a brand new one that i came up with but i would have said something that crazy in one of my sketches back you know 10 years ago and now that's just a thing that we did (laughs) like so like in a way of i guess resisting this douchebag that y'all in this country all elected this is my mm-hmm. way of doing it by just bringing regular sarcasm and cashing in on the fact that political comedy is uh, a cash cow right now. So, I'm a capitalist <laughs> so at the end of the day. <laughs> the best. Just capitalism. Capitalism. <laughs> Brought to you by Lyft and Distro Kid. Is Distro Kid a sponsor too? Yeah, he's a sponsor on the show oh, now. Nice. It's great. Freaking, I'm freaking in love with them Dude, being a sponsor on the show. They're great. Which is great. I'm not even being paid at this point to say it. I'm just saying I do. Because yeah. you use DistroKid. Yeah, yeah I, I use DistroKid. They were great. They pretty much got all like, my stuff out. I, it's like before I was even promoting DistroKid, mm-hmm. I was promoting DistroKid. That's how great it is. Nice. So, yeah. If you are, check out DistroKid. You can use uh, the link. Uh, DistroKid.com slash VIP slash Schwedcast. And you know, get 7% off your first year. Nice. Dude, so that's crazy. Do you use it? To, Can we talk about? You don't use it to put out your podcast, do you? No, oh, okay. they don't was, do podcasts. Yeah, I was gonna say they do don't it. do that. No, I thought it was just music. They just do it straight. Right. Yeah, they do it straight to iTunes. I mean, it's pretty easy. I just do my. I do the podcast through SoundCloud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. Can we talk about how lame your brother Brett has gotten? He's so lame for a moment. Why is he lame? Like he <laughs> he's sharing the he's sharing 
uh, he shares dumb things on Facebook. Oh, the girlfriend like, things? That, 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 and, which he hasn't done that in a while, thank God. But it's just like pretty, basically the equivalent of minion memes. Oh, Lord, no, I don't, I don't see those. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> We need we need to give him an intervention. The 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 Christian onion thing is a little ridiculous, but that's the only weird thing I see him doing too much. It's occasionally funny. I like scrolling through it. What's it called? The Babylon or something like that. The Babylon Bee. Babylon Bee. Yeah, I still like the hard times a little bit more. Best one. That's the best thing. And reductress. Hard times and reductress are my favorite things on Facebook. I love hard times. It kills me. Was it like city's first full functioning recording studio when mom's not home? <laughs> <laughs> we got like a little garage band set up. We got some headphones. There's there, uh, Reductus is a, a feminist one, I guess. And I saw mm-hmm. one today that said, I tried calling my senator uh, to oppose the bill and that didn't work, so I banged his wife. <laughs> like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I still think my favorite uh, hard times one was what my what this a do it yourself asymmetrical haircut taught me about my white privilege. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just like that super feminist girl that yeah. like makes feminism look bad. Oh god, was it uh, uh, the f- hippie girl at a music festival or something? Said like. Uh, we'll yell at you not to take vaccines, but we'll uh, take any pill that you give her. <laughs> Something like that. Like, <laughs> like, uh, liberals are dumb too, man. And that that's like one thing I want to focus on with the bastard too. I kind of want to be bipartisan with it. Like, because the, the podcast will be short uh, a little bit. Like for the first while, like do like 10 minute like rant episodes or something and then post mm-hmm. them out. And then uh, my plan is to like... Um, I'm working on now is getting guests, whether they be, because I live in the fucking capital of Texas, so there's senators here all the time, and they're in session right now. And then the, okay. the election's next year, too. And I might go to D.C. next year. Uh, so, like, I want to at least, like, maybe just interview them and short things. Like, you, which I hate that somebody's already beat me to this exact style. Uh, did you see the president show yet on Comedy Central? Oh yeah, dude. Okay, that is one that show's amazing, but also the Goreburger show. Holy f, that show is hilarious. <laughs> oh my god, have you seen that one? Go watch no, all of the I... Gore... There's three episodes. Go on the Comedy Central app or somewhere. Download them. I don't I, do whatever you have to do. Go watch the Goreburger show. <laughs> it's with T.J. Miller in this crazy weird alien costume. An alien comes and takes over <laughs> a Japanese talk show, like a morning show, and it's. It's just pure weirdness at its absolute best. Like, I, I cannot get enough of it. But the President Show does the exact same thing, basically, that I kind of want to do. But who cares? There's no original ideas anymore. Awesome. So. I, mean, I'll, I mean, I'll watch it. But, um, yeah, no, <laughs> so it's, I want to bug the shit out of all the senators and congressmen of Texas. And then I'm next year in D.C., want to run around the Capitol messing with everybody that either just got booted out or uh, got voted back in. I feel like you would need to go the exact day. I know. I really I want to time this really well. Like, like you got to figure out their last day. I know. Like, when they're going to have to pack up all their things in their uh, office. It's ju- well, it's, I know the last day. It's like January 18th. 
Okay. Or no, yeah. wait, no. Uh, they they leave bef- uh, before the president's inaugurated, so it would be a I think. Oh shit! It's like the first Monday or something of the year. I think mm-hmm. which is what it should be, but it should be immediately. Uh, yeah. Like it is That'd in every nice. other country, but. Unlike France, you know, actually, like, dude, you know, like whoever gets the most votes wins, you know. Those people, yeah, right, dude. Those people dodged a effing bullet. Oh my god, I almost elected the. I mean, this guy wasn't much better, and has not a lot of experience, but still, every like, I'm still saying, man, I miss George W. Bush. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I never. Was Aziz's first uh, stand up on SNL? He's like, yeah, exactly. Like George Bush. He's like, now you still think this guy was a dildo? No, he is like, was there was a thing on Colbert's a joke that Sam B made yesterday because uh, he had like all his old friends from uh, the Daily Show on there. She's like. She's like, there is an, I will never be another time where I say that I wish George Bush was president. I'm like, oh, <laughs> God. Yeah, that was out yeah, of now context. Now George Bush is just trolling Trump, dude. That's Basically, what makes it better. Yeah, he and they all are. Obama is, Tr- Donald is, Jerry, what's his name? Uh, Jimmy Carter. The other day, he's like, this is why I voted for Bernie Sanders. <laughs> like, thank you, Jimmy Carter. <laughs> God bless you, <laughs> your old to, ass. Actually trying to... D- <sighs> Old dude voting for Bernie Sanders. Dude. All right, so, yeah, we're kind of running out of time, and so let's ask this. Oh, Since yeah. the last time you were on the podcast, we made some changes to the show. Oh, yeah. And I like to ask my guests their best drinking story mm-hmm. involving themselves. So. What is my best drinking story? Yeah. Is that, wasn't that, didn't you ask me that last time? I might have. I don't oh, know. No, wait, that one involved you. Well, this one's going to involve another person, <laughs> too. Um, so, well, it involves me as it is. Like, yeah, okay, so this is, a, okay, this is, it is me. All right, fine. Uh, it was New Year's. I'm with the intent of getting, you know, because we have, we don't have, uh, we have ride shares here. I'll say that since Lyft is a sponsor. Uh, yeah. And uh, we had Lyft, and, which started here. So we went to the show. I got drunk on some champagne beforehand and was already pretty lit fam or whatever uh, and <laughs> got drunk at the show. So I, um, it was me and my girlfriend and the guy I do, Bruce and the Boys, which is the other podcast on my network, uh, then his girlfriend. I mean, his girlfriend got drunk as hell. And the other, my girl, my girlfriend and Michael, like, somehow didn't i don't really know how michael didn't but alana's responsible so and then we go we're on our way home after midnight and we're like oh my god do we have pizza and we're like no i fucking forgot to get pizza today and like go to the gas station and uh and ashley, <laughs> ashley goes i want cigarettes i'm like why and she's like just buy them i'm like okay so i went in and i got saw all these frozen Tony's pizza or not Tony Totino's pizzas which I haven't had those in a long time I have since stopped eating mostly bad frozen pizzas like I definitely haven't had that and I like like my girlfriend snuck up behind me and scared me she's like what are you doing I'm like oh I'll grab them and I grabbed six pizzas with my big ass hand and went up to the counter and bought some sort of cigarettes 
for my friend's girlfriend. We drove home in an accidental Uber, uh, or sorry, a rideshare. Um, like, we hailed one, and some guy picked us up, and it wasn't mapping us home correctly, so we just told him how to get there. And we got out, and saw, Lana saw on her phone that it hadn't picked us up. And that they had canceled the ride, and we had accidentally stolen someone else's ride that they paid for. <laughs> and, oh, that is perfect. Yeah, and then we get inside, and uh, like Ashley's, all right, like wasted and laying on the couch, kind of. And um, I'm making all of the pizzas, and <laughs> we're staying there. I don't know. I really don't remember what was going on then, but then Ashley starts to throw up on our couch. And oh. like, oh my god! And then we, she like crawled to the bathroom. We watched over, and my dog went and sat next to her all night. And then, uh, then that was it. <laughs> and we got rid of the couch the next day because it was where we get. It was, well, it was, we were already going to get rid of it. We're like, well, this is forcing our hand. <laughs> Let's go get the other couch. Yeah, to throughout the entire couch. Yeah, like, yeah, no, I mean. It was bad enough to throw out the entire couch. Like, I don't... It was purple. She didn't de- eat or drink anything purple, though. That was the weird part. Like, I don't know what the hell happened, but it... It was purple. Better dead than purple. Yeah, better dead. So I've decided... I decided I'm getting a uh, one of those Dare shirts. Oh, Dare. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wear it every time I go drinking or partying. You should. And then get... <laughs> Fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta find because uh, I was looking at them on Amazon. Wear a truth shirt and start smoking. <laughs> I gotta find. I, I was looking at uh, reviews on Amazon, so I'm gonna pull it up and I got. I gotta read one of them. It like totally. I mean, it's, it's just God. If you believe in God, anyone, any of you, why you need to uh, buy this shirt. <laughs> I love her. I love Amazon reviews. See, here my dogs back there. Ooh, Hufflepuff and Tonks. Hey, quiet. You? Just gotta find the correct review. So, but anyways, yeah, that's a shirt I need to get, and so, and then I want to get a Black Lives Matter shirt, maybe just to wear when in very Republican areas. Yeah. Oh yeah. Now my friend has. Uh, she's black and had a Black Lives Matter poster up in her window in her apartment or whatever, and the neighbor complained enough to make her have to take it down, and then uh, she fought them on it, and I think it's back up now. At least I hope it is. I hope that's how that story ends. Um, she's the kind of person you don't want to fuck with. She's an amazing, amazing person, Tandra. If you're listening, you're probably not, but... <laughs> well, she is now. Yeah, hopefully. But... God, where is this review? Oh, my gosh, it was the... Oh, come on, where is it? A review I saw on Amazon the other day for Wolf of Wall Street. Um, it, it was a one star. It said, there weren't even any wolves in this movie. Jeez. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah, dude, Amazon reviews... Are you still looking God, this thing up? Is this, is this what you people want to listen to Sam look up? <laughs> Reviews on Amazon. <laughs> this is, this is right all the podcast Right now Sam's scrolling is, through his phone. Songwriting podcast where you search through your phone the entire time. <laughs> That's all we do anymore. 
God, where is this it, review? It's very. They swear if someone rev- removed it. Art imitating it life. So mad. <laughs> Avoid great iconic conversation piece. Dead air. Oh, okay, dead okay. Air, I'm dead just... air. Dead okay. air. <laughs> I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna describe it. See, um, it's basically it's like great shirt. I love wearing this when I snort a a line of cocaine and pussy look my girlfriend. Jeez, that's what you were trying to look up. <laughs> God, you can just put a link to it in the description of the episode. Well, I couldn't. I, I couldn't find. Well, I couldn't even find it to begin with. So, God, so I can't even do anything with it anymore. Have too much time on their hands on Amazon and everywhere else. Oh Lord. But anyways, right. you know. <laughs> so yeah, we're we're heading off. So uh, go check out Waffle Butt Media. Is that yeah? That's right. Uh, yeah, find us on Facebook. You can go to the web websites online now but i haven't officially launched it anything yet so next week should launch a next week and then, uh, well, guess when the yeah, the show airs so yeah well there you go perfect so well, that's 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 good to go and uh and then check out bruising the boys yep if you're a cowboys fan check out bruising the boys and check out america the podcast uh july 4th on america's birthday Woo! Woo! america america Bruising the boys. I know. I know a ton of my listeners like uh, the Cowboys. Well, if they like so. the Dallas Cowboys, you will like us. Well, <laughs> you're like Michael. He's the most knowledgeable person about the Cowboys ever, and all of our draft pick predictions were correct. So, haha. If that says anything. If only he can uh, work on politics. So. Yeah, maybe he can. Maybe he'll be a senator someday. Hopefully not. I don't want him making laws. Okay. Well, thank you, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Schwedcast. It's like always, samschwedlmusic.com slash the Schwedcast. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. And also subscribe to Bruising the Boys. Yes. Whatever platform. On all of uh, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, uh, SoundCloud, TuneIn, and, and Player FM as of today. And also, yeah, also write a review write on it. both yes, of them, too. Because that's what we need in this world. So that's how we get ends. <laughs> Like always, remember to stay awesome. Casting.